all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to this Bloomberg Quint podcast with me, Alex Matthew. Today is the 22nd of November. The government has agreed to lower goods and services tax on under construction affordable homes under 60 square meters to 8% from 12%. That's according to Rajiv Talwar, who is the chairman of the National Real Estate Development Council. FMCG companies, including ITC, Dabur, HUL and Marico, have said that they have cut prices on various products to pass on the benefits of the recent GST rate reduction to end consumers. The goods and services tax, remember, was reduced on 178 items, including detergents, shampoos and beauty products from 28% to 18% effective November 15th. And in what is a heartening sign for the government with regard to the rollout of GST, as many as 43.7 lakh businesses have filed the initial GST returns for the month of October. That's the highest monthly return filing within the due date. Moving on, national carrier Air India has roped in SPI caps to advise on the future course of strategic divestment and has constituted five teams to work on various aspects of the stake sale process. And the big update from the FMCG space from last evening came from the Future Group. The company wants to match a Walmart model with local Kiranas. Essentially, the company plans to open 10,000 member-only outlets by 2022, each two kilometers from each other. And it has tied up with Google and Facebook to identify the best possible locations. Let's turn to some international news now. Bowing to increasing pressure and threats of impeachment, Robert Mugabe has resigned as president of Zimbabwe. With that, his 37-year rule has come to an end. His announcement sparked scenes of wild celebration throughout the capital. Apple has found that its main supplier in Asia has been employing high school students working illegal overtime to assemble the latest iPhone X. And Uber has found itself in fresh trouble. Hackers stole the personal data of 57 million of its customers and drivers, a massive breach that the company concealed for more than a year. This week, the company fired its chief security officer and one of his deputies for their roles in keeping the hack under wraps. And that included a $100,000 payment to the hackers. The Bitcoin is in the news again. It first slumped and then recovered to hit a fresh high after news that there was a $31 million theft of a cryptocurrency peer that's Tether. Looks like it really could be heading to $10,000. Well, here's a check on the international markets now. US stocks rose to record highs on Tuesday as a rally in tech lifted the broad market. The S&P 500 gained 0.6% while the Dow ended higher by nearly 0.7%. The Nasdaq closed up over a percent. And Asian markets are expected to trade positive today. Already the early rises have started positively with the Nikkei gaining as much as 0.8% in early trade. Watch out for China today. The Hang Seng futures overnight rose over 3%. The rupee gained as much as 20 paise or 0.3% in yesterday's session closing at 64.89 to a dollar. And the 10-year benchmark government bond ended flat with a yield at 6.89%. Well, Darshan Mehta joins me now with the trade setup for India. Morning, Darshan. Positive cues coming in from overseas. Hi, good morning, Alex. Uh, The cues for today look pretty decent. Uh, Global markets are doing well. The SGX Nifty is doing well. But what do you watch out for today? A couple of results that will come out today. Asian Granito, CMI, Dinora, Garwade, Waldrop, Newland Labs, 
Rane Madras and SIS India are the companies that will come out with numbers today. Some numbers that came out after Makta, strong numbers from Talbros Auto, GHS Vanguard and Manaxia Steel and weak numbers coming in from Garden Silk Mills. In terms of stocks, uh, CSC will be in focus because one of their pow- power companies, Dharival, has won a 185 megawatt short-term PPA under the Flexi Coal scheme. So this is positive for the company. Dabur has cut prices of shampoos and home care products by 9%, but this is only on their existing products. Nevertheless, will be in focus. The NCC consortium with BGR Mining gets a mine development contract. Apart from it, uh, there's a group called Elan, which has actually indicated that the court has ordered the Gurgaon police to file two IFRs against PVR Cinema and its promoters. PVR on its part has denied allegations by Elan and says that the civil dispute pending with Elan is existing over multiplex space. The big block that happened yesterday was Kajaria Ceramics. As we pointed out, Westbridge has sold in 41 lakh shares and one of the buyers was Birla Sun Life. So out of the 41 lakh shares sold, 10 lakh shares was bought by Birla Sun Life. There's no clarity on who the other buyers were. Team Lee's International Discovery Fund bought in 7.5 lakh shares and T. Rowe Price bought in almost 85,000 shares in the company. 14 stocks in the FNO ban, Vokhart and Jain Irrigation come in, Jet Airways goes out. There are a couple of other interesting points that you need to watch out for. Who's meeting whom in insider trade. All that will be part of a copy. All you need to know that comes in on our website www.bloombuckwin.com And we have a very interesting discussion on the outlook that Goldman Sachs has made for India. Uh, and that will be part of our uh, program uh, first word. So do t- tune in and uh, watch our show on the website also. Well, thanks for that Darshan. There's a lot more on the website, so do log on and have a look. That's all I have for you on this podcast though. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a fantastic day.